0: Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I am your host, Mike Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MikeFChen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big TenMM. It is Hump Day, Wednesday, April 29th, 2021, and a very slow day inside the Big Ten. But there was some national news out there yesterday, and this has to do with the NCAA. This has to do with a terrible decision, in my estimation. As they announced late last night that Mark Amrit, the president of the NCAA, is getting extended. And I'm beside myself here. Uh, You know, I think the job uh, as the president of the NCA is difficult, and I get that. Mark Emert's got a, a a lot in his plate, a lot. You know, overseeing uh, multiple schools and multiple sports. You know, it's not just football and basketball, which is mainly what we touch on here on the podcast, but it's more than that. You know, it's women's field hockey and ice hockey on both sides, soccer for men and women, baseball, softball, the list swimming and diving, both sides, track and field. The list goes on and on. But I don't think, first of all, that Mark Emmert really handled the pandemic very well. And I think that when you look back and, you know, the dead period couldn't figure it out and just continued to extend it extend it extend it i've been very critical about that there in my estimation was a way to fight this to combat it to give the 21s uh some semblance of getting back out there and and getting on campuses meeting with their prospective coaches instead of doing this blind had a young man uh, slide into my dms yesterday and tell me you know this is this is a difficult decision he's a, a a rising senior here in illinois and you know he told me he's like this is a difficult decision i told him look take your time make sure that you're picking a school that's not just about football that if you didn't play football You'd want to go to. And he's going to get an opportunity to do that. He's going to get, get an opportunity as a 22 to go to the schools and to meet with coaches in person. But the seniors who are just finishing up their high school years or have already enrolled in college, as we've seen so many early enrollees this year, just to get into school, we've we've seen those players miss out. And I don't know if this is going to be the only class that's ever going to miss out on something like this. But in recent memory, this is going to be what we remember about the 21 class. It's that they never had an opportunity to officially visit anywhere. And it's disturbing to me. You know, what else is disturbing? All the videos that came out during the NCAA women's basketball tournament. And the absolute ridiculousness that happened with their facilities. When you look at, at the men's tournament, uh, you know, they were given everything they needed to do. Uh, Full weight room. You know, the women were given minimal, minimal options. And the NCAA claimed it was due to space. Well, guess what, NCAA and Mark Emrit? It wasn't about space. That's a lie. It's because you thought that you could get away with giving them the minimum. Look at the swag bags that the women got compared to the men. The men had all of this, like, a bed full of things that said, you know, 2021 NTA tournament, blah, 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 this and that. The women got a couple things with generic logos on them. Really? I just... I don't understand this. I don't understand. I, I understand that he has a hard job, and I'll reiterate that again. We all know that the, the difficult position that he's in uh, makes for a lot of a, a lot of questioning about some of his actions. But to me, he's shown that he's been incapable of making the right decisions and really looking out for the athlete. That's unfortunate. I mean, we just all you have to do is go back to the the meeting that the three big 10 players wanted. You know, uh, Jordan Bohannon, uh, Isaiah livers and Gio Baker. They wanted to, uh, uh, about the announced not NCA property hashtag. They wanted to meet Mark Emmerich while they were all in the same place, face-to-face. You know what Emmerich did? Instead of being for the player and saying, you know what, I do want you to voice your concerns. We're all in the same place. Let's do it together. He waited. He said, no, we're going to do it on my terms. Not for the athlete. Any reasonable person would have said, you know what, Let's do that. Let's carve out a time while we're all in this bubble and figure this out. Because and especially for the players inside the Big Ten, they had been in Indianapolis the week prior. They had already been quarantined. All Emmerich had to do was go meet them. They didn't he had to do it on his terms, and that's a power move, and that's a terrible power move in this situation. <sighs> very disappointed with this news. I really am. I really am. All right, so there was a couple of notes on the football side of things. We'll start off with a coaching hire, and that goes to Ohio State. They hired Ricky Brown as special teams quality control coach. I'm not going to really go over that a lot because, no lie, Ricky Brown's probably not going to have very much of an impact on Ryan Day's program that we will see you might get talked about on a Saturday if a uh, special team struggles, but uh, you know, special teams is important in my estimation, uh, you know, it's a field changer, but you know, the, the, those coaches, uh, you know, it's a quality control. It's, there's not a ton that that uh, Brown's going to do, but it was still an addition to their staff. On the transfer side of things, uh, Michigan State has been gutted, uh, as I told you earlier this week. Eight total transfers since their spring game this past weekend have entered the portal. Well, they got one back. They didn't get their own back. They got a big-time linebacker in Quavarius Crouch from Tennessee. Crouch uh, was one of the best linebackers in the SEC this past year. Uh, at, at Michigan State, Mel Tucker are getting a really, really good one is is the decision by Crouch made due to the fact that other players at Michigan State transferred out. I don't know, but what I do know is is that uh, Crouch has put him in pen at one of those linebacker spots. When he gets on campus, they figure out where, but he's definitely a starter. He's an impact kind of transfer. So this is a really big pickup for Mel Tucker in Michigan State. Uh, Maryland saw it go the other way yesterday as their defensive back, Irwin Bird, has entered the portal. Uh, You know, Bird is a bit player, not not a ton of run, but, you know, again, it's a depth issue. Uh, You know, all these teams are losing these players and to the portal. And, you know the the depth is being affected. They're they're not going to be as deep. They're not going to be able to handle as many injuries and and be able to get it because the guys that are behind them. Although you know a guy like Bird doesn't really play a ton, he's still been in the program. He understands you know the defense and the nuances of it. And you know it's just the experience factor. And now you're going to throw in a, a freshman that. Could potentially not quite understand everything, and it's just out there being an athlete. You know, they're they're not as as quality. They're not as good. But you know, it uh, it is what it is. So unfortunately, Maryland uh, will see Erwin Bird enter the portal. Uh, like I told you yesterday, we're going to update the. 2022 recruiting rankings because there's been a lot of movement recently on that side of things and uh, you know now's about the time that it, it's starting to get real it's uh, you know teams are getting numerous amount of commitments and it, it's a better picture of uh, where other you know teams and those teams specifically are headed off to so the Buckeyes are still leading the Big Ten however since I last updated this they have dropped a few spots at one point in time. They were the, uh, you know, this is my 247 Sports composite rankings. Um, at one point in time, they were the best recruiting team in the country. Well, they've dropped uh, two SEC teams in Georgia and LSU you have jumped them. They are third overall in the country. Still a very solid class. Obviously, uh, losing uh, McCullough the other day to Indiana hurts because, uh, you know, and he was one of the best players in the 22 class that Ohio State had committed. Uh, either way, Rutgers, with their 11 commits, headlined by quarterback Gavin Wimsat. they are 7th overall in the country. 7th! How about Greg Schiano and Rutgers? That is quite an impressive haul so far for the Scarlet Knights. Uh, the Nittany Lions have bounced back so far and they have garnered eight commits. They are currently eighth overall in the country. Last year saw James Franklin, I wouldn't say struggle, but it wasn't necessarily their best recruiting effort. Well, tides have turned in 22 as it looks like Penn State will get back into that group, back into the top 10 of the recruiting rankings when the season is all said and done. The Wolverines of Michigan are the next team inside the Big Ten. They are 18th overall with 17 commits. Uh, Maryland creeps inside the top 25, 22nd overall in the country, and 9 commits. Again, Mike Oxley, there's one thing that he can do very, very well, and that is recruiting. Minnesota is the next team on the docket. They are 31st overall. Uh, They've got five commits. The Spartans of Michigan State have five commits as well. They are 35th. The Fighting Illini also, five commits. 37th overall in the country. Brett Bielma is having an impact. Again, the Illini uh, class is all about some of the local guys the local guys i mean you know you, you've got uh, three illinois guys i'm sorry two illinois guys uh in hank Beatty and clayton leonard and they're trending for more you know I, I speak with a lot of the recruits here in the state and you know they tell me you know if illinois offers they're very highly going to consider that offer so uh Brett Bealma really doing a good job. Another team that's doing a good job is Northwestern. They've got three commits, and those three commits are really, really good. They're all in state, uh, and I like each one of them. They're on the offensive side of things, and uh, you know you're going forward. Uh, you know Northwestern again, uh, like I've said multiple times, the state of Illinois very underrated with talent at the high school level. Iowa is next. Uh, They are 48th overall. They've got two commitments. The Hoosiers, uh, Tom Allen, two commits in the 22 class, 50th overall in the country. Purdue also has two. They're a few spots below. They're 59th. The Cornhuskers as well, two commits, 63rd overall in the country. The Badgers uh, running kind of down there, uh, they are not necessarily doing the greatest job on the recruiting side of things. Just one commit, however, it is uh, a you know an underrated guy in Miles Burkett. But uh, you know you you'd think that uh, they'd get it going here soon, but uh, they are currently seventy third overall in the country. And you know, kind of when you look at things. Uh, when Wisconsin is that low, uh, that, that's that's a testament to what some of the other teams have done on the recruiting side of things. And sticking with Wisconsin, there is one note on the basketball side of things, and that has to do with Alando Tucker. Alando Tucker uh, has been an assistant on Greg Gard's staff for the past two years. Unfortunately, for the leading all-time leading Badger scorer. He is not going to be asked back. They will not bring him back. This, to me, is interesting. I I didn't, you know, when you look at everything that Tucker has done, and, yeah, he, uh, you know, he got elevated due to certain circumstances, but he's still, in my estimation, done a good job. And uh, we'll see where Tucker lands. We'll see where he ends up going Uh, because I don't think it's – a situation where Tucker won't be able to find a job again. I think it's a situation where it might have not been the best fit on guard staff. That's it. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And that will do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. Once again, I appreciate the listen. Go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. Raiders, reviews, shares on all of your listening platforms. Have a great Wednesday, Big Ten fans. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.